Hello, this is Jenny Nichols, and this is Local Share Green Action, a podcast where people share their stories about meaningful, planet-friendly work in their local communities. They share their paths of green action and the ways they have applied their own talents, interests, and all types of green projects, jobs, businesses, volunteering, and careers. Their adventures are inspiring and insightful, and how they overcome challenges reveal keys to more successful systems we can use in our own lives and communities. Today on our podcast, I'm speaking with a brother and sister that are co-founders of a company that produces and sells a natural fertilizer made from freshwater algae, selected fungi, soil bacteria, and humates. I'm speaking with Lori and Jeffrey Scott with Green Village Fertilizers in Denver, Colorado. Lori has been enjoying a 30-year career as a massage therapist in the holistic healthcare industry and created the host of Beulah Holistic Center in the mountains of Colorado four years ago. Some of the diverse of her working life has included working at the Vail Ski area in Colorado to working in the yachting industry in the south of France and house-sitting in Australia. While embracing a holistic way of life, she pivoted into joining the Green Movement and co-founded Green Village Fertilizers and now has taken on the role as a chief marketing officer. Jeffrey Scott, the president and lead founder, is a non-degreed scientist and researcher who has the opportunity to grow multiple species of algae. He served as a chief technology officer at Genesis Biofuel Incorporated, where he was responsible for the design and development of the bioreactor energy systems designed to capture and convert flue gases from high-volume polluters, specifically the cement industry, into oxygen, algal, biodiesel, and biomass. Mr. Scott's work at Genesis entailed design and development of bioreactors, propulsion systems, and algae harvesters. He has also collaborated with Mark Edwards at Arizona State University, New Mexico State University, and Colorado School of Mines. Over the last four years, Jeffrey and Lori have been working together to help home gardeners on up to farmers and land restorationists. Welcome, Lori and Jeffrey. Thank you so much, Jenny. Thank you for having us. I'm so excited to speak with you both and find out more about your past of green action that has led you to creating a biofertilizer company. So what planted the seeds for you to start taking some kind of green action originally? How I got hooked on this was uh, I had a friend in Boulder, Artie, and about 13 years ago, uh, he was living down on the east coast of Panama. And he came up to Boulder and had a chance to sit down with him for a while. And he told me about this couple, this Boulder couple that were in Panama City that were using growing spirulina and using it to uh, recover slash and burn farms in Panama. And we're being very successful with that. He had an opportunity to meet those people, at least... Uh, be introduced to them and, and converse with them back and forth for several months. And that's when I got hooked on algae. I mean, it's just, in my opinion, it's an amazing organism that has so much utility to it, but it's just absolutely gorgeous. And I love working with it. I've been hooked ever since. Excellent. Excellent. Did both of you grow up in Colorado? Um, I spent most of my childhood here. We are from Michigan, the Kalamazoo, South Haven area. And in the 60s, my parents, or excuse me, our parents were like, okay, we're over this. And I didn't realize how adventurous they were because 
it's in perspective now, but they were in their mid fifties and they, in the sixties, people did not leave their homes. And so they were over the Michigan weather and winters and they researched and they saw at that time, Colorado had a big promotion of 352 days of sunshine a year and that hooked them. And for me, I was jonesing to own a horse. And that had been my obsession, and they were really sick of hearing me say, I want a horse, I want a horse. So I figured if they if they moved to Colorado and I couldn't get a horse in Colorado, then, you know, I just had to give it up. So we moved here. Uh, Jeffrey was in the service, was serving in Vietnam at that time. And I did manage to get a horse, and Jeffrey managed to come back alive, and we have gone there, have proceeded in life since then. Nice. Did you guys ever garden? Um, did your parents ever have a garden when you were kids? Actually, in Michigan, yeah, we had huge gardens. Nice. Okay, so what kind of experiences have you had that has maybe given you a unique knowledge and perspective that you've brought into um, these restorative earth um, products and projects? I guess that's to me. What how experience have we had? Well, it's been uh, a pretty broad scope, actually. The uh, We're one of the few that are actually providing live algae supplements uh, and soil amendments and biofertilizers. And, uh, well, I guess if you looked at the perspective of uh, my own yard and uh, my own garden, then what we've seen, oh, first of all, let's talk about the yard a little bit. I've been using the uh, biofertilizer on that, the soil amendment on that for about four years, and I basically have saved th hundreds and hundreds of dollars worth of water. In fact, uh, I went for three full seasons without even turning the sprinklers on. Uh, this year, because it got so hot, in July and August, I had to finally kind of break down, sell out, and turn the sprinklers on. But uh, that only lasted for about two months and turned it back off again. So I'm not saying I never watered if I got a hot spot or a dry spot, then I just break out the hose and give it a little water. But uh, it has been very self-sustainable as far as the... Uh, the lawn goes. Uh, had a nice garden this year, had a great garden, and uh, had some six, seven foot tomato plants and quite a wide diversity of, uh, of plants and fruits and vegetables there. And uh, the yields were up about 25% uh, over the time when I was not using the, uh, the algae grow. And well, once again, it's a water thing. If you, I really didn't have to water, you know, typically water a garden either every day a little bit or at least three or four days out of the week. And I got it down to about one or two days a week. So that was very significant. The, the soils are just absolutely gorgeous. Nice. Nice. So Lori, what have you found that people understand maybe a connection between holistic bodywork and health and natural gardening and organic foods. There's definitely a bigger movement into this field, especially with the year of 2020 and the COVID experience for people. People are jumping on the bandwagon to build their own immune systems. I'm getting a lot of questions on what do we do? How do we handle this? And in my small mountain community, 
people are becoming more interested in growing gardens uh, on a broader scope. The country is moving into people taking their own power and becoming, making sure they have their own food source and stepping up for their families and their children. I've seen that trend on a personal in, uh, in this small area. I would have people who are starting to grow gardens uh, that hadn't before. And this is a very dry, arid part of the world. So um, we are getting responses of people getting yield without having to water a lot. And that's what was exciting to me about the results for this summer. Um, and I could say that there was people who had, had gardens the year before and their gardens came in stronger. And again, they didn't have to use as much water. So that was my experience. Excellent. So both of you coming together, together in this company, what have you found that um, maybe your unique contribution? So maybe Lori, starting with you, like what have you used from your background that is helping you and this project now? Um both as a female businesswoman, I am using that and my experience to reach out to other female entrepreneurs or solopreneurs and solopreneurs, excuse me. And that's where I'm excited and that's where I'm focusing my attention is getting out there and becoming more visible. I, I have this persona I'm creating. It's the hashtag the queen of green because I want to pull it attention to people who wouldn't be listening to the or knowing about garden alternatives or the whole or regenerative agriculture movement and all the amazing thing that's happening and the amazing people who are working towards creating a new outcome for both the climate change on a global level and also on their own personal level. So that's where uh, my expertise or my fun and joy, let's put it, it will is coming into play as to draw more attention to new solutions besides the green village solutions, what other people's solutions are and, and how we can change the outcome and how there are, there's a lot of hope and that we can create a different future. It's not, I mean, it's a, going to have some steps, but we can do this. Excellent. So Jeffrey, what about your, um, your unique experiences and um, skills in your background that you, I mean, without giving up trade secrets, how has this influenced and um, progressed your project in creating this product? Well, I think that probably I might be considered somewhat of a renaissance man. So I have a lot of different skills of, uh, across a broad spectrum, and they all seem to have kind of come together for this particular project. So where my skills lie is in system design and being able to design systems that are very efficient at growing algae. And uh, so now we have a system that we can grow algae in the dark and grow it very, very quickly and very purely. Other things that have, uh, have helped to contribute to that, I think basically are my, I'm very tenacious. I just do not give up on, on a project. This is five years into this project. And of course, there's always been the ups and downs and kind of going, wow, what the heck am I doing here? <laughs> but uh, then I go completely around the other way and get my passion back. And uh, yeah, it is just seeing results from this. And when you look at the broader scope 
of what's going on in the world. When you look at industrialized agriculture and how it's just absolutely destroying the soil, how can you not step up and do something about that? How can you not be beating the drum? Say, people, wake up. This is really important. I mean, these products are just absolutely amazing, in my opinion. And uh, they do support a regenerative agriculture movement. And that is so broad and so deep when you look at all the organizations that are uh, engaged in restoring the soils, restoring the, getting the wetlands back, and just also restoring healthy food. I mean, this is the problem, isn't it? That our food has gotten so bad that a tomato back 20 or 30 years ago had 77% um, nutrients to it, and now it has seven. So it's time to shift, go back to some more of the traditional means, and do it easily. Uh, do it in a way that uh, doesn't consume a lot of time, but you get the joy of growing a garden, which I think is something that I, I love just sitting and watching my garden grow. Mm. Excellent. So are you working with local farmers or gardeners in the area to trial your products and maybe in connection with the universities that you're working with? Um, yeah, we've been working with uh, a lot of locals. We've gotten uh, a lot of samples out and have gotten that into a number of different industries, especially some of the uh, smaller gardens and the, the hobby gardens and so forth. Uh, as far as the university, not so much, really. I did work earlier with Arizona State University, uh, New Mexico State University, and also with uh, the School of Mines. There's some great people there, but we haven't really been depending on that uh, as of the last four years or so, three years. The trials that we've had have been very successful. We will probably uh, reach out perhaps to the University of Wyoming for some additional uh, independent trials. Excellent. So are you selling your product in the local nurseries or um, how are you reaching people in your area? Uh, well, right now we're mostly pushing that into the e-commerce site. We have to kind of ramp up our, our production in order to get uh, more depth into those local markets. But yes, uh, Denver Floral taking up our product. They've agreed to it. We've got several other stores around that have agreed to uh, take this up. We're also uh, hoping to get this into the ACE hardware system. So we have all our documentation like that. So right now, our output has been through our e-commerce. And this has been the first year of actually getting a product on the market. It's still been quite a bit in our testing phase, but we did, we are in the marketplace as of this year. Uh, with COVID, we thought we, we used some of the opportunities, but by the time we got rolling, the garden season was over, over. I mean, in full swing. So we're positioning ourselves for this year, for 2021, to get more word of mouth, uh, get some of the brick and mortar, and also get online sales. So that's where we're focusing. How has it been setting up an e-commerce business? What are maybe some of the challenges that you faced and some of the things that you've learned in overcoming those challenges? Jeffrey put the site together, getting the first round, and that was, you know, just reaching beyond that barrier. All right, we've got to get the e-commerce site up. And then now the next step, of course, is driving 
leads to it. So I've been focused since July on creating the pitch, getting learning how to do funnels, expanding, getting all of that. So it swirls my mind and like, oof, there's a lot to it. Um, but I have found several tribes that are very successful that are I so I have mentors I have a pocket full of mentors who are absolutely helping me through each one of these steps uh Jeffrey's been doing the technical getting the production and we're still gearing up we're still very much a startup and but we're um uh very pleased with all the progress we've made so yeah there were lots of challenges but what I would say to people who about challenges with this year, there's so many people uh, who are willing to support and help and so many people pivoting to LinkedIn and online commerce and you don't have to do this alone. So that's what I would say is, oh, you, in fact, reach out to me if you want. I can direct you to some amazing tribes of people who are very supportive. And so they're out there, even whatever your business is, uh, you don't, this is no longer a solo game. You can uh, with the internet, we're reaching global markets. We're we're making connections where you couldn't do it in person, one on one. Now you can do it via the computer, which you know, as someday then when the time comes, you can go personally meet these people. But this is our first step. So um, those have been the challenges, and it's always the same thing: getting over your limitations and fears and learning new skills. And it's pretty much a redundant story for most people. It's the same, like ooh. That's scary. And then once you get past it, it's like, okay, we can do this. Yeah. So Jeffrey, what about from your standpoint in terms of development and trialing different things and different methods and things? How has that been for you? Uh, it's gone really well, I think. Uh, right now we have one product that's a multifunctional that we have uh, registered and licensed with the Colorado Department of Ag. We have a second product, which is a premium biofertilizer that will should be uh, licensed and ready for distribution this January. And we have five more products that are in different stages of development. Uh, some of those are for bioremediating the toxins in the soil. So getting the, the working to get the pesticides and the herbicides out of soil so that we can come back with our uh, biofertilizers and rebuild that biology. And this is what this product is all about, is there is a natural biology to the growth process. So you have a biological mechanism to restore those those humates and the bacteria and the fungi and the algae. I mean, a lot of people don't realize that there's over 100 different species of algae in healthy soil. And it is an essential part. All these other things like the mycorrhizal and the, uh, the bacteria depend on the algae being there, as well as a lot of other little critters that like to eat the algae. So to develop this natural way to put all that biology back in the soil and is it's been very successful algae grow is like giving the soil a super green smoothie with all it, the contents in it that you need so you don't have to go buy three or four different uh, ingredients and also it's so bio biodiverse 
It's just like giving your body, instead of five separate vitamins, you give it a complete nutrient and then the body takes what it needs. This is what algae grow is. The algae in itself is 50% carbon. And once it's done feeding all the rest of the critters in the, the soil biology, as it does, it feeds, then after it dies, it also contributes by layering another layer of carbon. And that's what everyone's trying to do is restoring the carbon in the soil. So that's what's so exciting. And that's what he's been developing. And that's as I learn more from him, the more excited I get about it. Nice. So what are some of the ways that you and others are enjoying the rewards of your work? I think you just mentioned some of them already, but is there um, other aspects that you're enjoying as well? I think you mentioned your garden and maybe work in the community. That's probably reaching out and contacting people that are like-minded. And uh, so as a, as a scientist, I have a tendency to get over-focused and sometimes become too much of a lab rat. But this has forced me to get out and really engage with other people who are in a number of different industries. So the hemp industry, the cannabis industry, um, looking at greenhouses and vertical grows and rooftop gardens and, and also working with the permaculture, the Denver Permaculture Society and all of these other gardening places or gardening shops. You know, it's always comes down to the people, down to the gardeners themselves and what they experience, how their garden is now producing twice as much as it did last year and using half the water. That's, that's for the, uh, a huge part of the reward. Yeah. So if your ideas and your experience and wisdom were all wrapped up in seeds of potential action for you to give to others, what advice would you give to someone who might be considering a small business, a local green business in their area? I would say go for it because you're going to have so much more support than you had five years ago. If you're a, a woman's business, a young entrepreneur, uh, any level, you are going to find the support you need. You're going to find the money you need. You're going to find uh, open arms. So even if it's frustrating or if you have any, uh, you know, there's always those hesitations, but um, if your idea will help create a new possibility for the planet and the future and for children of the future, then you just have to go for it. And, you know, you will be supported along the way. And if I may add to that, you just have to be uh, absolutely tenacious. Uh, you have to be dedicated and be ready to take a few hits here and there, but know that what you're doing is the right thing and that eventually you will become successful. It may take years to do so, but you can't quit. There was an analogy that I heard that I really like, and that is there was this old guy that was uh, mining a gold mine and he worked it for years and years and years and years. And finally, he just gave up and he sold it to somebody else. Well, that per new person walked in and within a week, they hit the, the, uh, the mother. So you can't stop before you get to the mother load. Thank you for sharing that. that. That's really excellent advice. So what resources might you recommend that's been helpful, um, either book, website, video, or podcast? Non uh, one organization if you're a mother or uh, uh, have a young family in the city, I would recommend non-toxic neighborhoods. There, it's a very active project to get the chemicals off the schoolyards, out of the out of the parks, 
non-toxic neighborhoods. They have a whole system set up that you can become proactive in your own community and work with your own city officials to change that outcome. Uh, one of, I just discovered, I think it was through your, one of your links, somehow I was looking at you and then I ended up at Green Dreamer. Green Dreamer was amazing. And what was the, the movie Kiss the Ground and anything that Dr. Zach Bush is doing. Um, Dr. Zach Bush is an amazing human being. He, um, his scientific background can blow your mind, but he always ended ends with the hope and the and the possibilities if you're looking in the regenerative space then uh regeneration international and farmer's footprint and let's see uh the savory institute those are a lot of places that you can go to get a lot of information as in regard to holistic regeneration and holistic farming nice so do you have anything coming up that you'd like to share with our listeners? Well, we do. If you go to our website, which is www.lggrow.com, we have a 10% off discount right now. And to get that discount for your listeners, you put in all caps, welcome in the code box. And the blip would be is that for one kilo, which is $100, you could, and with that 10% off, you get for $90, you would have enough product to take care of a small garden and also take care of a typical city yard uh, for a summer. In addition to that, if you go to that website, then there's uh, a lot of different videos. These are also on our Facebook page as well. So my persona is that of the mad scientist. And uh, so we talk about the difference between dirt and soil and also how to use algae grow in a number of different ways on different plants, uh, how to prepare your garden, what kind of water, pure water to use. So, and I, I think it's fun to do. It really is pretty fun. So there's a lot of information there on the site other than just a store. Nice. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate your sharing this with us. Absolutely. Well, thank you. Thanks for joining us for Local Share Green Action. Until next time, Let's all use our unique talents and abilities and take meaningful green local action that benefits the planet and people.